214 Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any Department of Defense or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. We're like 30 minutes late to our own party, man. That's how, I, that's how I fucking roll. I don't know about you, but that's how I fucking roll. How are you, John? <laughs> late, late to the party as always, my friend. You know how it is. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Sometimes we're on at 9 o'clock. Sometimes we're on at 10.30. Sometimes we're on at 10.47. Ah, you know. Hey, man, you know what? We say, we say 11, 11 Eastern, uh, 8, 8 Pacific. How about whenever the fuck we're ready to go? And that's what we do. It's our church. So this is how we roll. You know, just saying happy Sunday to everybody. Hope y'all. Yeah, except this is the except this is the only church that doesn't have any stained glass windows. And that's okay because we'll build them. We can't. That's exactly what we're doing from the foundation up, my friend. We'll have some beautiful uh, gothic architecture mixed in with some some fucking, I don't know, fucking postmodern fucking craziness i i don't know i mean that's, that's what the broken glass in my head is at least telling me so if you had so okay so let's let's put this into perspective if you had a stained glass window uh-huh. what would your stained glass window look like i can already tell you i can literally already tell you because i made it in sixth grade there was a uh <laughs> let's hear it okay so okay story time so you know at, at my my elementary school was very you know, kind of traditional for, for being, you know, in the 1980s. So we, we had music class, you know, like once a week and we would sing songs and then, you know, once a quarter or twice a quarter, you know, it would be, you know, the, 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 the concert night where the whole school would come sing and all the parents would be in the crowd and, you know, whatever. Long story short for Christmas time, there's that song, you know, have a holly jolly Christmas, best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Okay. So me and this one kid, his name was his name was Josh Richens. Okay, good buddy, good buddy of mine. Uh, growing up uh, throughout elementary and middle and even high school, um, we would say instead of ha- have a cup of cheer, we would say have a cup of beer, and then we would both like put our hands up and go, Shh, you know, as if we were like toasting mugs, right? So we were fucking. So we, what's that shit? You know, where they have like construction paper, and you can like, um, it's like tissue paper, right? So we would like, we used, they gave us razor blades and we were able to carve out a picture and make a stained glass picture that year. And I made it of two hands with two mugs of beer fucking like approaching each other like this. And so that's what my stained glass picture would be. It'd be like two people fucking like fucking giving cheers, dude, with, with like foamy ass fucking mugs of beer. That'd be my, that would be my stained glass art. How, John, you're muted, I think. 
And I hear fucking music in the background. What the fuck is that? It sounds like porno music. It's sto- it's story time music. This is for you, man. Oh, uh, so- oh well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, and hey, hey, good morning to everybody. What, what's going on, everybody up in the, the chat portal? Did you see what Deshaun just said? He's like, damn, Jay, they gave you razor blades in school. You were old as fuck. Dude, you don't even want to fucking know, bro. The 80s were wild, man. The 80s you, were fucking wild. You are probably so old that you were getting beat by teachers with wooden rulers then, weren't you? Uh, no, corporal punishment was out at the school I was in, although I, do, I have met several people my exact age and even a year or two younger that did go to schools in the 80s where corporal punishment was still a thing. And that was, and there are certain places in the country where it was absolutely still a thing in some schools. So Interesting. Mine, mine, mine was not, mine was not. Although they were able to, I mean, they had their own ways of fucking punishing us. They're just, you know, fucking. I did smoke yeah, them, by the way. I mean, I'm thinking uh, <laughs> Dylan Mason, my what other account got, got banned. I what? can't comment. Who is that? Well. Oh, okay. I think it's. I got my. might be one of my buddies. That might be one of my buddies. The, that Dylan like, Mason is one. Of, is one of our new members here. Uh, he, he actually. Uh, actually, that clip that we're going to be showing later, that clip that I just showed you before the show started, he was a part of that whole mess. Oh, good. Oh, I, our, our producer just. He's from. Uh, he was friends with Jason Gasses. Welcome, 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 Mister yep. Dylan Mason. So welcome, welcome. Yeah. So you know, while we're talking about stained glass, I think the only, mine is pretty simple. Just throw a marijuana leaf on it and a baseball, and we're good to go. Hey, man, I can dig it, man. A little bit of reefer, a little bit of freaking, you know, American pastime. Like, I can dig it, man. Kind of, Colin, like, Colin, good morning. I love your, I love your shirt. I love your shirt. Patriotic and satanic, dude. Like, I'm down, dude. I'm down. Like, it, listen, man. This, I, listen, academics. They got it going, man. They got it going. I, can I don't know it, what I don't know what to say. So, so yeah, man. So. Uh, how was your week, man? Do you want me to go first before we get to the uh, nitty gritty? Well, shit. Um, I, you know what? This week, let's. You know, you know what? I want you to go. I've already talked for a couple minutes. Like, please go first. And like, all right. I want to hear from. I want to hear from you first this week. Let's do it. So, uh, this week, uh, I'm trying to think, man, because uh, we'll throw this on too. <laughs> oh wait, I was was I just echoing? Okay, I'm not echoing anymore. Anyways. Uh, this week uh, wasn't really much going on. Had a pretty good week, you know, regular week stuff. But I did get to watch. Um, you know, we had the finale for Boba Fett. Um, overall, as a sh- to quickly put it, overall as a show, I'm giving it a seven, you know, just okay. a solid seven for forgetting about who the fuck Boba Fett is and completely going into a new show. Um, that's that. I also got an awesome chance to watch. Um, being the Ricardos, starring Javier Bardem and, and Nicole Kidman, which if if you know if you're you're into history and stuff like that, and this story was actually pretty interesting because it was the story of uh, Lucille Ball being uh, in the news media being ex- uh, I don't want to say exposed. I'm trying to find the right word here, but they were accusing her. Accusing her of being a communist during the Red Scare in the 1950s. Exactly. Yes. I know what I know what you're talking about. So, so that was the story that was going on in, in that they were showing in this movie, and it was absolutely fantastic. Um, solid 8.5. Um, they sounded One almost exactly. You know what, Squilini? I had a dish that I thought was named after you this week, so I named it the Squilini. I just wanted you to know that because I remembered your name. Squilini. I named, I named a dish after you this week. I named a dish after you. Yeah, yeah. And 
being the Ricardos, 8.5. Acting was good. They sounded great, but they just didn't really look like them. But 8.5, really good thing. Also got to play this. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm going to take a few minutes on this one, all right? Go ahead. Um, dove, into, dove into a new game called uh, Telling Lies. Telling lies, telling sweet little lies. Uh, this game is probably one of the most unique games I've ever played. Me and my wife started playing it yesterday. Um, you have to, you're pretty much investigating something on a computer. And what at first what seemed like a boring video game of videos, be, you know, you're going through a, a computer of like a cloud of videos. Um, and these videos are showing conversations between a couple people. You later find out that the character that you're investigating, you are the character name. I what's the name? Is it Karen? Yeah. So you play as the character Karen, and Karen is looking through her husband's computer. Her husband is a fucking spy. And oh man, I thought you were gonna say he was like like a fucking porno producer or some shit. And she's like, no, no, but there, but he, but there. You know, when like, you go through the videos, so you you type in a keyword, and let's the first keyword is love, and there's uh, a couple of videos. Yeah, so he's there's the one where he's talking. I would have typed in. Well, trust me. So he type. So you type it in. You get a set of videos, a set of like it's it's a very specific search. It's it's a it's a NSA search database is what is what's going on. So you type it in, and the word love comes up, and he's talking to his daughter in one video he's talking to his wife in one video and then he's talking to like uh like a cam model in another video and then he's talking to some other lady yeah so then he's talking to another lady who you then realize is part of a terrorist group who's about to blow up the fucking pipeline and this is it's pretty too much. All all I want to say right now about this is that if if I was playing the game, the first fucking keyword I would type in would be extreme anal. Stop telling lies, because you know you're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you, you get into this week? What else did you get into? I know that wasn't it for you, was it? Uh, well, we got. I I finally got to watch um on Vet TV, which we'll get into later. I'm trying to think, did anything else crazy happen this week? Any big news? Nope. Any big things that we did? Nope. What? What happened? Well, I cried about my car. I still don't have my car, guys. It's still. I it's still. Cried, that's that's some fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. What about the Discord? Deshaun's uh, telling us the Discord. By the by the way, I wanted to say what's up. Jason Gasses, Mark Anthony Gonzalez, welcome. Uh, Colin Kenny, you as well. Willini, we already gave you the shout out. So you know. You're oh my. Today. Like, okay, so gentlemen, gentlemen, all of you, welcome, welcome. There was a big thing that happened this week, Jay, and I have to give it to our producer for sparking up our Discord because our Discord is up and running, guys. It's up and running. Um, Mark, Joe, Colin, Jason, Dylan, you guys, thanks for coming. But we also, I also had, I had put in a new uh, section in our Discord called Tall Tales, which tells stories, and we have a story here. Are you ready to hear this story? I am always ready to hear stories. Like, I love stories. This is from Death Royale. I Death Royale, are you in this lobby right now? Who are you, my friend? Well, anyway, Death Royale said, I got a call at 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning from Top. Had a soldier that was arrested by security forces of the neighboring Air Force base. 
My star soldier, this kid stayed on extra duty, had been arrested for drugs and trying to sneak two underage 18-year-old, but yeah, onto the base for a drug and alcohol-laden orgy in a flight commander's house. Holy shit. Hey, man, if you're going to go out, go out with fucking style, homie. All right? I, I All I can say is, like, I spent almost I spent almost 12 years in the Army when I was a single soldier at the beginning portion of my career. Some of the shit we got up to, I'm not going to, you know, out, out minus the drugs part, but some of the shit we got up to, man, fucking, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, Jesus Christ. So let's, um, what about you, man? What about you? Oh, man. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's been a week. It's, it's always a week, right? Like, um, got a pretty good, had a pretty good run of it, uh, last seven days. Uh, me and, uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Nikki, we caught up on, we caught up on both The Witcher and 1883. So Ooh, we are, talk to us. Let's talk to us about The Witcher. Uh, I, okay, so I never played the game, so I was I was familiar with the, some of the content, but not a lot of like the backstory and some of the the different uh, the different um, types of monsters and some of the, uh, the the political whatever you know of the the overarching story of the show. So I you know watching watching The Witcher was was very interesting. I enjoyed it tremendously. Um, was looking forward to you know b basically. The whole the whole build up up to what is now the end of uh, the end of uh, season two finally got caught up and you know we, we took our time with it because we've been watching like three other shows in, in the middle of it so the Witcher has just kind of been this omnipresent but we finally finished it so we're we're kind of like off, like not on a TV show right now uh, so 1883 I'm a huge fucking fan of westerns 1883 like you don't have to watch Yellowstone if you're if you are a fan of westerns period watch 1883 i will say that like just straight up like you don't have to watch yellowstone just because it's a spinoff of yellowstone does not mean this this show is like you don't have to like anything about yellowstone to enjoy 1883 it's fucking it's motherfucking sam elliott bitch all right it is motherfucking sam elliott all right y'all fucking want to talk about some 1980 shit man go look go look at a fucking movie called harley davidson and the marlboro man all Woo! right and your boy's in that shit who is the only person in human history with the fucking nuts big enough to port to portray Sergeant Major Basil Plumley? Sam Elliott. All right. All the right. one and only. Sam Elliott's fantastic too. 1883, 1883 is the shit. Um, I got to go to Dancing with the Stars on Tuesday and sit at fucking stage left. Uh, that was an interesting experience. Um, it was like a it was like a dance performance basically it was not like the show where there's like uh judges and stuff it was a it was strictly a dance routine basically with people who have been on the show dancing with the stars and there are some fucking super fans of this apparently because like i i'm i walked into this motherfucking place like clueless as fuck right like i had no fucking idea what this shit was gonna be like so i'm just fucking sitting there like stage left at the bottom of the of the stairs you know that, that actually go literally go on stage right and I'm just kind of, I'm watching the crowd, but the crowd is like 90% uh, women and the 10% of men that were there were probably all dragged there by someone in the 90% of the women, right? And there was this one, <laughs> God damn it, dude. Like, I've, okay. So, full <laughs> okay, so, God, fuck, fuck me, dude. Like, so full disclosure, full disclosure, Jay, Jay was in drama uh, in, in high school, so I, I have experience as a thespian. Uh, I, I have experience being on stage and 
being around those kinds of, I guess, activities, you know, where. Wow, we've actually done the same thing before. Oh, yeah, (laughs) absolutely, man. I was, dude, I was in the fucking Shakespeare Club in high school. I don't give a fuck, bro. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen that fucking old ass Saturday Night Live skit with Emilio Estevez? Where like, it's, it's called like geek dweeb or nerd. And like the cool, the cool people have to like try to decide, like they, they bring out like a, a, a like a really sh- like nerdy ass looking person. They're like, is it a geek, a dweeb or a nerd? And then Emilio Estevez walks out like in a biker jacket and shit with like drinking a beer, you know, like long. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm rabbit trailing anyways. So it was like that. It was it was basically a dance. It was basically a, a dance performance. It was it was like a recital, basically, but with Dancing with the Stars. And the whole, their whole time they're doing this, they're 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 coming out doing their little wardrobe changes, and one of them would come out and like say some inspirational shit to the crowd. And you know, a lot of these, there were a lot of younger girls in the crowd that I know for a fact are probably into dancing and ballet and stuff like that. And that's really cool, you know. And it, and it was it was kind of. But it, the one thing I didn't like about it, and, and I hate to say this, is like, because it, it was, I like seeing stuff inspire people. And I like seeing, especially the youth of, of our of our country, you know, really any country become inspired and, and, and driven, driven to greatness, basically, within themselves. But it was, the one thing I didn't like, it was so fucking Disney-fied. It just felt like a, like a veneer. Like, you know, like you ever like chip a fucking tooth and they put that fucking veneer on, you know? It's like, it looks like your fucking tooth, but you know it ain't fucking there. It's like a hollow, it was just missing that like, I, I, I know, I know- And natural. Of, I know a lot of the young kids there probably had a great time. And honestly, they did put on a really good show. The dancers, phenomenal shape. There was one of the male dancers, dude. It was like, it was like all the male dancers, like six of them. They were like all they it was like six dancers of like and they all looked like different versions of magic fucking mike dude all right there was this one dude who looked like i was like i kept looking at this guy and checking him out and i was like who the fuck does that guy look like he looked like fucking weird al it literally looked like fucking weird al except he had this like sculpted like greek god of a body with like the 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 the, 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 the manicure with, like, with like, the manicure with like you know the manscaped you know chest hair and all that and i was like that dude looks like fucking weird al yankovic except if he was like a dancer right and uh oh if somebody's asking about shakespeare my favorite shakespeare uh tale is uh by by and large uh hamlet uh i you know i, I know i know that's kind of a a very standard response but hamlet is is uh easily my favorite uh i, I also love othello i love the tempest the tempest uh, is my favorite one um, but as far as as far as as far as as far as Hamlet, there's a, a movie from the 1990s called Hamlet, obviously, but it's made by Kenneth Branagh, and it is literally the entire play on film. And I highly, highly fucking recommend if you are into Shakespeare, giving that movie a fucking watch because everyone is in that movie. Everyone is in that movie, literally. Yeah, I, and I actually have to say, I have a Star Wars. <laughs> You didn't I don't see know John, why. You know, you know why know. you you know why you didn't see John Cena in that movie? Yeah, you fucking know why, don't you? Because you couldn't fucking see him, bitch. Because you couldn't yeah. see him. And you know, and you know what's funny too? How um, I actually have a Star Wars book here that is uh, I showed it to you a couple weeks ago. It is the story of a New Hope, but in in Shakespearean. Yes, you told me about that. Have you been Have you been uh, digging into the uh, the case files with Old English, my friend? No. Is there something I should be learning? Yeah, how to talk in fucking Shakespearean so you can read fucking Shakespeare, you dumbass. 
This is coming from the guy you who probably had, who probably could never get pussy, so he had to join the Shakespeare Club for it. Hey man, if it works, it works, right? Jesus I mean, Christ! I'm just saying. So, <laughs> well played, well played, my friend. So, uh, and I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, as far as for okay, so for gaming though, because I am dipping my my feet a lot more into the waters for gaming. Uh, I beat, I finished XO One. Uh, it's on Game Pass right now. I I was a fan of the game because I could literally play it and just space the fuck out. It's not exactly. There's not much to this game. It's literally you figure out how to fly fly this little orb and it kind of turns into a fucking flat disc shape. You learn how to fly it and you go towards the light in the game. And every level you go towards the light. And different worlds have different amounts of gravity. So when you go to these different worlds, you you know, flying the, the craft is a little bit different. And then and that's it. So it's a, it was like a, a game I could just kind of space out on and not have to think much. And it was actually kind of a very good, very cathartic when I play it. I, I I beat the game and I immediately restarted another one and just kept it. And I just play it once in a while just to fucking space the fuck out. I also played a game called Descenders. We just started that. That's like a mountain really biking good game. game. Yeah. I kind of like once you once you once you figure out like how to how to maneuver the the bike the bike. It's kind of just, I like going fast and just fucking making my my my, my bicyclist eat shit. I just well, like I like watch, I like watching this motherfucker ragdoll when I jump like 300 feet in the air. And he just like tumbles down a fucking mountain. You're just like, oh, <laughs> you didn't if survive. You, if you, you like the senders, I mean, you would probably, you would probably, I mean, there was one game that we were actually just talking about it earlier, uh, me and Joe, uh, a game called Writer's Republic, which I had reviewed, and I actually gave it a very high score. Um, Writer's Republic, you could bicycle, snowboard, ski, and all that stuff. So if you like the senders, you would probably like the biking in uh writer's republic it's it's fun as hell because you, you could use bmi bmx bikes and you're going down hills and it's a lot more realistic and you could go in first person in that so i've been uh, I, I i've i've been trying to branch out and a lot of you have i'm proud of you man you even downloaded fortnite like a man i'm trying i'm trying out new shit i'm trying to keep things fresh basically i you know I, I i i hate to say it man but i mean honestly like i was thinking about the other day and for a guy that just ets you know what i mean like i just got out of the army I fit so many fucking stereotypes. Like I check so many fucking blocks that it's, it's kind it gets, it's kind of scary. So I've been doing more stuff that I didn't normally do while I was in the army to kind of like pacify that, whatever the fuck that is, because I'm, I'm checking so many fucking blocks on the like fresh out, you know, within the last like 12 months guy. Like I'm literally like, like, look at the fucking moonlighting job I got. I got a job. I'm, I'm basically fucking living out my 1980s fucking roadhouse fantasy, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, like Jesus Christ, dude. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm glad and I'm very fortunate that I have the freedom to do a job that I can kind of just like half-ass enjoy, you know, when I do it. But let's, but let's be realistic about what the job actually is. You know what I mean? Like, and and I'm kind of like, in, I'm in that in that moment in space and time in my in my own existence where, um. It is, it is a big change and I need to give myself healthy habits, you know, every single day, basically to keep things, you know, kind of regimented and somewhat disciplined so that I don't fucking, you know, fall off the fucking fall off the edge of the earth and, and end up in like a fucking pool of like inky blackness, you know, like where we've all been in our lives at varying points, you know, and, and by and doing so, I'm, I'm seeing new shit. And I'm playing new games and I'm watching TV. Like I, I've never been a TV watcher for like the last 20 years. And I've been watching a shitload of TV with my, my beautiful girlfriend and just enjoying life, you know, like really just fucking enjoying life. Like 
actually smiling sometimes. Like, can you believe that? Like, I actually smile sometimes. Like, you know, like you ain't gonna catch me doing it because I know happy face motherfucker, right? But sometimes I smile now. Like, what the fuck's that like, right? Like, I don't know. I don't think you. I don't think you had an actual genuine smile until like three seasons later. Like now. I'm telling you, dude. I'm. I'm <laughs> I mean. You, we 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 all, we all say the same things and we all make the same excuses when we're still in. When we are still in service, it's like I could still go home to like Arizona or uh, back to Arizona where I grew up and go home go home to Arizona and see my homies and and laugh and and cry and howl at the moon and we do you know every time I go out there. But the but the ultimate reality is I still have the game face on, you know, like because at some point I had to stop on that that leave would end and I'd have to fly back to wherever I was stationed or drive back to wherever I was stationed and put the fucking mask back on to go back into work, you know, that next Monday or that next fucking day. Yeah. And get back into game mode. You know, there was, there was a section of time when when we moved to Colorado after I reclassed, you know, after I became uh, an infantryman, we moved to fucking Colorado and from December and from December of 2014 until November of 2018, I was either, training or deployed so you're talking about a span of like no shit like four fucking years straight i was basically going like ten thousand miles an hour either training or deploying you know and and you think about a lot of the things that in in a normal world in a normal life in 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 the regular world how much goes on in four years and i just miss you miss all of it like I didn't, I didn't pay attention to any games. I didn't pay attention to what movies were coming out. I didn't give a finger fuck about what TV shows were on, because all I gave a fuck about was fucking soldiering and my fucking family. So I mean, that like that was it for fucking four years straight. And now I have the freedom. Now that I'm out, I have the freedom to actually like taste the fucking you know taste the fucking sacred waters of Lake Minnetonka, you know, as Prince would say, right? Like I can actually bathe. I can actually bathe myself in 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 the pleasures of of modern of modern society as it collapses around me right i fucking love this shit dude i fucking love it it's kind of like um that video of a guy in a robe with things just exploding behind him and he's just not giving a fuck about anything and that's just that's just how it is it is that's just how it is it is yeah i'm telling you yeah yeah my god so we had so we got today the super bowls today Super Bowl, holy shit! The fucking it is. It's fucking Super Bowl Sunday, isn't it? Jesus Christ! It is Super Bowl Sunday. Um, boy, did that sneak up on us. So we got the Bengals and the Rams. Yeah, the Bengals. Bengals. We got the Rams. Do Do you have any predictions? Because I'll I'll give my prediction. Like, look, I love a good underdog story. I love I love hearing about a team that that doesn't make it unless unless it's a team that I don't a city I don't like. But we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals here. You know, they probably have, like, one of the worst histories in fucking sports. You know, you know, we're talking about, like, you know, kind of like the only teams teams that really suffered more than the Bengals up to this point is the fucking Browns and the Lions. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So honest to fucking God, like honest to fucking God. Yeah. And it's actually very interesting to me because I see these stories. I actually have I have a buddy of mine. I'm going to shout you out, Nick. I work. He works over in market at, uh, at my job. And he's a huge Cincinnati Bengals fan. And I saw a video of him tearing up when when they won the playoffs, when they beat oh, yeah. you know the Chiefs. And you know, to to hear 
you know, to, to, to see people around me being so excited about this team Bro. making it, it just makes me like, you know, if the fan base is about it and they're loyal about it and they love it, let's go. We're going for, we're going for the Bengals, baby. I know I, I know I briefly mentioned it, I think, last week because we were talking about the Chiefs, the Chiefs lost two weeks ago. Um, if if the Bengals hadn't been playing against Kansas City that day, I would have been going for them. Like, honestly, like they are they are kind of the underdog and and. It was even to the point where I, you know, this was can this was Kansas City two two years ago or two two or two short years ago when we when we won the AFC Championship and went to the Super Bowl for the first time since fucking like 1970, right? That was that that was yeah. our city that was our city until two years ago. So we I understand exactly where Cincinnati's at. They are definitely the fan favorites probably in this one. Uh, I I want Cincinnati to win this game, but if I was putting money on the game. I'd be betting on the fucking Rams. And so my heart is 110% with the fucking Cincinnati Bengals. I wish them all the all the luck. I fucking hate Los Angeles. Okay. So I'm sorry, not sorry to all you Cali Cali boys and girls. All right. I fucking hate Los Angeles as a city. So I'm totally going for Cincinnati. But I but I think Los Angeles is probably gonna fucking win win the game tonight. So but but I said the same shit two weeks ago when they came to Kansas City. And what did they do? They found a way to win. So so good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck to both both teams and both of the fan bases. I know it's a, it's a, it's exciting. Make it you when your team makes the Super Bowl, it's exciting. Um, best of luck to everyone today. I hope it's a great day. I hope it's a great game. And I hope the commercials don't fucking suck dick for beer money, dude. Well, well the all the commercials are already online. They've already made it on TV. Like, dude, dude, everything is so fucking stale these days. Like, it, like it, it, this really is like the fall of Rome, dude. It's like, all, like it, it, it's all bread and circuses, except the fucking circus sucks and the bread's stale. You know what I'm saying, dude? Like, so. Super yeah. duper bowl because no Brady. Speaking of fucking sports, did you watch UFC last night? You know, I'm actually real disappointed because I have not been following the UFC at all. I, you know, I've been pretty disappointed with some of the cards who have spoken about it, but I found out that I just realized that yesterday was Whitaker and Adesanya. Am I correct? It was. And he, you know what? Okay. You know, you, know, well, you, know, so, you, know, you mean to do this quid pro quo thing? Like I've been, I've been branching out with the, with the, 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 the games. I need you to start branching out with the sports, dude. Okay. Like you, I'm, we're going to have to start that's enjoying, fair. enjoying some sports more together. Okay. That's maybe fair. We'll, uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe tonight, maybe tonight during the game, maybe tonight during the game, we'll, uh, we'll fucking like, John, can you still hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Maybe, to, maybe tonight during the game, we can like video chat, maybe just do, uh, do some recording, maybe just for fucking, just for fun, just for some maybe additional content, possibly. You know, I don't know. Just a thought, you know, cause like, you know, like sports are, sports ball is fun. Sports ball is fun. You know, I mean, sports, sports is fun. Sports is fun. Like, you know, I'm just saying. So back to UFC, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm I got to. So, yeah. Uh, so UFC. So that's the only. So what, who, what were the other fights? And I, and the reason I didn't even decide to look at the results. Cannoneer and Brunson. That was like one, like I, I, okay. So Cannoneer and Brunson, first off, great fight. Great finish by Cannoneer. Congrats to him. I'm watching this fight and the whole first round, like Br Brunson's coming out. The, the hype was on Brunson and Michael Bisping and DC as commentators could not get off of his dick. Okay, so the whole first round, but see, as the as the round was progressing, you know, Brunson went for a couple of takedowns and he expended a lot of energy on these takedowns. And and every time Cannonier got took down, 
he basically stood right back up. Like he just basically just stood up. You know what I mean? Like Brunson had him down and controlled for maybe like a few seconds. Like, would you count it as a takedown if you're scoring if you're scoring the fight? Yeah, probably I'd score it as a takedown. But I would also score it as like Cannoneer just stood right the fuck back up too. Uh, by the end of the first round, Brunson looked tired. However, in the last 30 seconds of round one, Brunson caught Cannoneer flat-footed and he knocked him on his ass. So Brunson took fucking round one, and I'm not going to dispute that. But Cannoneer basically, like, the entire momentum of the fucking fight was in Cannoneer's favor. So I'm watching the second round, and DC and Bisping are just, like, on Brunson's dick. And I was like, he's not winning the fight, guys. Like, what fucking fight are you guys watching? Because, like, Cannoneer started to put it on Brunson. Brunson again went for, like, another hard-ass, like, fucking takedown. And finally, like, at, at a certain point, Cannoneer fucking caught him. And then as he as 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 Brunson was kind of like going away, you know, from the hit, kind of stunned, Cannoneer caught him with a fucking a, like a back fist, like a backhand, basically. Oh shit! And that was and then and, and 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 it was about five seconds after that, it was it was over. Cannoneer finished him, and it was like for all the hype on Brunson last night, it was not a good night for Brunson. Um, another good fight. Uh, shit. It was early in the card. It was the, it was the first fight on the main card. Two lightweights. Um, okay, I can't think of their names. First fight on the main card last night. Uh, great fight and a terrific performance by um, Bobby Bobby Hill, the king. So Bobby Hill. God damn it. Fuck. Bobby. Who the fuck is it? Am I blacking out? Bobby. Bobby Green. Bobby Green. I'm sorry. Bobby Green. Bobby Green. Thank Bobby Hill. What is this fucking? Bruh. What is this fucking King of the Hill? Damn, damn Bobby. I'll I'll sell cocaine and cocaine accessories. Like so. Damn Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. But no, Bobby Bobby Green put on a fucking terrific performance. Um, the uh, opposing opposing fighter was from Germany. Great kid. Great. Also great fighter. But as it, as is tradition in MMA, there's levels to this shit. And Bobby Green worked that kid for it, for it being a for it being a three round decision. Uh, Bobby Green put on a masterclass of of footwork and and striking. So all fucking all fucking respect to him. Adesanya Whitaker, what can I say, man? Fucking Adesanya's still the man. Although you're gonna get you're gonna get my my complaint about a Adesanya getting boring here. And this, you know, I think uh, Whitaker Whitaker. Got it, it made it to a decision this time, and Whitaker is there. There's fucking Adesanya, there's Whitaker, and then the, the, there's like a, this giant cliff that falls off, and then you have everybody else in the middleweight division right now. And Whitaker's probably not going to see Adesanya again for a long time. Like they, like he's been beaten twice now. But here's the thing: like I don't, I don't know who's who the fuck's going to beat Whitaker out of that decision aside from Adesanya, and that's the thing because. Whitaker, he's, gate, he's gatekeeping at this point. Well, well, people were arguing last night that fucking Whitaker possibly won. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I, I'm not necessarily gonna say I agree or disagree with that. I'd be inclined to say that the judges probably scored. I would say Adesanya probably won that fight. Like, I won't say handily or easily, but Adesanya probably won that fight. Uh, Whitaker definitely took a couple of rounds. Uh, here's the here's the thing, for Adesanya being champion. And this has always been my criticism of, of champions in the UFC, especially long-term champions. You know, if you're going to start playing fucking decision ball and just fucking do 25 minutes of fucking jabs and fucking just making sure that fucking you don't get fucking knocked out. Boring. Okay, like, I understand 
to become the champion, you have to beat the champion, but it shouldn't be the challenger has to knock the champion out for the, for the belt to change hands. I'm not going to say that Adesanya won the fight last night. What I am going to say, though, is that the champion shouldn't be allowed to basically stall for fucking 25 minutes while keeping it interesting enough to not lose the belt. Does that make sense, John, a little bit? That that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, we know that when he stepped up to for the for the one fight that he did, he, he obviously didn't win that fight. Correct. So he still he still got that one on his record. Right. I mean at th- at this point I mean he I mean, look he's not he's still a spring chicken the guy the guy yeah. is still you know he is uh, Adesanya is still Adesanya I am not talking shit on him what I'm saying is for him for him and anybody else who holds a motherfucking belt like I I don't like the, I, I and I hate saying this because I do consider him probably the greatest of all time GSP used to piss me the fuck off with this shit. Because he went, he went from fucking Rush, George Rush, St. Pierre, finishing fin, finish fucking fights to Decision Master. And I hate that fucking Decision Master shit because, bro, if I, if I was fucking 30 years old and I, could, and I could get back into shape to fucking go 25 minutes straight and just do that every time and keep the belt, I would too. I'm not saying they're not, I'm not, and I'm not saying it's a bad move. I'm, what I'm saying is it's boring to watch. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. Like, it's, it doesn't mean they're not the best at what they do. It's just not always fun to watch. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't watch a fight to to be decided on a winner. I watch a fight to see someone get knocked the fuck out. Sure, and and, and understandably, if both people are equally matched, some fights might go to decision. But by God, it better be a fucking slugfest. I want to see like a fucking Mickey Ward, Arturo Gotti, old school. You know, we don't even have a problem with each other, but we're gonna beat the fuck out of each other. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Also last night. Tui Tui Vasa and Derek Lewis. How could I fucking forget? How could I fucking forget the big boy? Tui Vasa. The big boy rumble. Oh boy. The big you, boy rumble. You you you're uh you're so, you're you like Tui Vasa. I do I do well and I I like Derek Lewis too. And this is why we've we've, we've talked on the podcast before about why I don't fucking bet on fucking MMA. I tried again last night with a parlay. My first two fights were fucking wrong. And one of them was Derek Lewis and Tuivasa because I would have picked and put money on Derek Lewis. And up until the point he got knocked out, Derek Lewis was handily winning that fight. He was handily winning that fight. It made it. It made it to the second round. Derek Lewis was easily in the lead, and Tuivasa fucking caught his ass and slept him. And it was like the fucking house came down. The house came down, bro. It was like the hammer of fucking Thor from the clouds, bro. The hammer came down and Tuivasa fucking emerged, dude. From the fucking, That's, from the billowing ash cloud, dude, of the ruins of what was left in fucking Houston that night. Yeah, right? Dana White, Dana White is going to be busy for the next couple weeks. And Ooh. on, yeah, and on that note, after this, uh, after this commercial break, we're gonna come back and talk about some deep RP talk. Fuck yeah. Remember, guys, use code DD214GAMING for your next order of Rogue Energy, 10% off. You can't eat ass. You can't do PT. You can't even, you can't even do lift iron. What, what do, how do you say hey, you're, you're, what do you say when you go to the gym, Jay, that you're doing what with blood and iron? What, what oh, do you like, do? Well, basically, I'm, I'm just, I'm picking heavy things up and putting them down and I'm fucking praying to the fucking, the iron god. 
You know there I mean? we go. That's what it is. Praying Pray to the God. iron gods. Jim is Jim, Jim. 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 Jim is like I know. We I know. We 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 say this is like church for us, and it kind of is. But the the gym the gym is like the actual place I would consider to be like my church. It's like the holy place. It's the place where I'm by myself. Uh, I grew I grew up kind of working out by myself, and so I'm in there, and it's just it's just me. It's just me and the fucking weights, dude, and or or the track I'm running, or the fucking hill I'm climbing, or the fucking roads I'm fucking rucking. And that's where I, that's where I get spiritual is when my body is being taxed and I don't do anything without blasting fucking like at least three fucking rails of fucking rogue energy before I go. When I saw dancing with the stars on Tuesday, you kids have no fucking idea what it was like with all those colorful costumes and six dudes that all look like different versions of magic Mike with the fucking lights and the sounds and the colors. And that was just in my fucking nose. You need rogue. And there you go. Get it, man. That's what and remember guys, 10%, 10% off. So um so yeah, so we've been kind of into the subject of um GTA uh RP role play. You know, for some people they know it as no pixel, five M. Right. And you know, so but you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about both sides of the spectrum here. Uh, we're gonna talk about, you know, we're gonna talk about the fu- the fun side of it, and we'll get, to, and we'll actually talk about that first. But you know, we, there's also negative effects to this, and there's also some negativities to this that that we've actually had to kind of think about. Um, we ha- so to kind of break down, you have moments um, like this. Play that clip, Joe. Fuck's the elevator floor, bro. I was coming down. Everyone out! Everyone out! Everyone out! The elevator's coming down, bro! <laughs> no! Hands up, everybody. Hands up, oh, everybody. fuck this Hands shit. Up. Hands Hell up. to the fucking no. Get in. Get in now. Hands- oh, they're shooting. They're shooting. Get out of here. Nice. Yeah. Who got so, broke, who got broke out of jail? Um, the both of us did. And that was in the for for context. That was in the GTA role playing game you guys are doing. Yes. Okay. Yes. And actually, um, uh, our gentleman, the gentleman here, Colin Kenny, he was the he. You know, uh, he. Um, no, we're getting, we're not going to get into specifics here. We don't want anyone to get in trouble or anything like that. But what we will talk about oh, is. God. The, we're going to start off with the fun stuff, the, you know, the stuff that makes the content, the stuff, the memories. And I mean, I guess it's the right thing to say, because as in, in role play terms, it's pronounced GoPros. You got to have your GoPros on, you know, which actually makes sense. What the fuck is um, a GoPro in a role playing game? It's your. So let's say um, I'm streaming or I decide to record the content through my PC. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty much like in in both terms, your your GoPro in real like, your stream. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, those 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 I are mean, your eyes. I had some I had some buddies that used to fucking go GoPro shit down range, but you know you know I mean whatever. Yeah, live live feed of a camera, and you know you see some things that are just so extraordinary. You see people walking out of jail. You see people running from the cops. You see people hunting. You see people playing cards. Um, there's a there's a vineyard, and you know these are all fun things to do. Uh, you know different activities and like we said, 
just you know the gta rp servers are way different than gta online it gives you a different experience than what you're previously used to right so it brings you it brings some new life to the game it brings you know you're just like oh i've had this game for 10 years now i get to finally oh he's i see him moving around i see him moving around i think i'm all right yeah you're all right you're you're all right joe's getting uh I'm listening. I'm listening to John talk. So you know we so we have a good time, we're, and we're all there for the good time. And you know, in some ways, you know, you want to set some things up. You know, sometimes there's police, there's not enough police officers on, or maybe there's enough on, and you want to get into some action like we did yesterday. It's fun. It's fun. It sounds but fun. Then, yeah, but then we get into some situations sometimes, and you know, there are sometimes, and even on my first day in the RPs, I've seen people break their character i've seen people get aggravated when people do certain things but when people adhere to the rules it's it becomes almost um like an issue sometimes where like oh well only we only we can uphold these rules and this isn't and and i'm not talking about the the city that we're in now diamond rock i'm talking about other cities that we've been that we have played in uh, other servers where um it's it's almost kind of like Oh fuck! How do you say it? it, it they have these gateways to. Like, well, that's the first time I actually I actually had the blackout session and actually was able to pull through. Fantastic! Good job, John. That's progress, homie. That's I did progress. it. I did it. The first um, step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> and there's the problem. And now I've blacked out. So fuck me. So they're gatekeeping. So these other servers, these other cities are basically gatekeeping. Fucking yeah. So so one server actually, you need to read the rules, and you have to use a password to get into the city, and then you have to do all these other things to kind of like work your way up. And in some ways, know. almost it have almost seen, seems. Have you ever seen Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. There's Nicole Fidelio. That's my password. Fidelio <laughs> from Eyes Wide Shut. Stanley Cooper. <laughs> I saw that movie in the movie theater. That and that's how old he is. Jay is so old he watched the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. What are you talking about? Watch, bro. I took part. The fucking <laughs> Rolling the Rolling Stones sang a song about me, bro. Oh, I was down when Jesus Christ had my yeah yeah. That was me, motherfucker. That was yeah. me. So so now so now we get into the situations where you go you find some servers and they and some of them are actually kind of like dictatorish where some servers. They really just want you to like be like all in sometimes, and in some ways, you know, not not everyone is 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 equipped. Not everyone mentally is equipped that way. You know, Why there's there's, you, you know, you there's. Be? I'm not gonna ro- I'm not gonna role play so somebody else can like fucking like like slave drive me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's not fun. That, that's yeah. not, that doesn't sound like a game to me. That sounds like fucking like regular life. Yeah, yeah, but you know, but I, now I'm trying to play a game to like get out of the the, the regular life thing, right? Like, yeah, and and, and like I said, you you know, there's some things in real life that I would never do. Like I would never be a truck driver. I would never right. be a delivery driver. I would never do underwater salvaging for Christ's sakes, you know. But it's fun to do. But then we get into a more deeper tone where we talk about addictive personalities and yeah. and how they they absorb these experiences and their persona persona kind of becomes yes and they and and they meta they meta the fuck out of it is is pretty much what that yeah and you know what i'm I'm kind of glad you brought that up because like that was 
really what, what fascinated me the most about you and, and Joe kind of diving into the GTA, you know, RP basically is basic, you know, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, like role, role, role playing and role playing games have been around for a long fucking time. Okay. When, when I was a kid, when, when we had fucking Atari and, and in television, you know, they had fucking dungeons and dragons. Okay. And there were, and there were, you know, hardcore fans, like super fans, basically like, of Dungeons and Dragons, just like, just like on Tuesday night, there were fucking super fans of dancing with the stars, right? Like I might not fucking get it. You might not fucking get it, but there's people out there that like attach themselves to this thing because it, it, it brings them some form of probably inner peace in this fucking ocean of chaos that we are thrust into when we become fucking self-aware and self-conscious fucking beings on this planet. Okay. So all that being said, Role-playing has been around for a long time. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I, I do think it can be a tremendously uh, wonderful and healthy activity that can be shared by like-minded individuals all over the world. And that's a wonderful, wonderful fucking thing. Um, with the ad- Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. That being said, uh, with the advent of the internet and technology and social media and things like that, it can also breach that breach that fucking easy to discern barrier that used to be easy to discern which is fucking reality and so in 2022 it's a lot easier to lose grasp of that wall and that fucking barrier of what reality is when you can really really truly immerse yourself in these fucking games i mean you really can this and 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 people immersing themselves in in video games and role playing is is also nothing new it's only been the last freaking like 20 years or so we saw like an explosion of people dressing up to go to like fucking comic cons, you know, Star Wars outfits, all that. Sh- this is all like I was probably around like see I was a okay, put it this way. I was a senior in high school the year um episode 1 came out, 1999, okay? So in 1999, Jesus. Episode 1 came out and that was probably the first time I remember and this is also in Tucson, Arizona. That was the first time I remember seeing people dressed up as characters in line to go see a movie. So that's my memory. But since, so that's, so how long ago was 1999? Fucking 23 years ago. So 20, so for the last 23 years, all I've seen in my life is just a buildup of people who dress up as their favorite characters, you know, go visit kids in hospitals, role play, uh, there's a whole move. There was like a movie I watched in Afghanistan one time. It was, a, it was about a couple of like party animal dudes. And they got into like this, like role-playing shit where they, people dress up like in medieval costumes. And like at the very end, there was this giant fucking medieval costume fight. I guess that's fucking a thing. And that's yeah. okay. All of that is okay. Yeah. Where does it not become okay is when the line between reality and fiction kind of like, you know, get a little muddled. And if you spend, 18 hours a day on a fucking server and you only see fucking yeah. 30 seconds of fucking sunlight and your entire persona is this entity entity that you have created in an electronic universe. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's the only thing I'm not against role playing or yeah. costume, costume playing or a costume dude. I was into role playing a long time ago. It just wasn't with fucking, <laughs> with fucking comic book characters, bro. It was in the fucking bedroom. All right. That's like, I've been in role playing for a long, long time, my friend. Long time. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah. You no, know, but the fact of the matter is, is it fun? Yes. Is it worth the the content and and you know being with your homies? Yes. Is it healthy? Depending on the person. You know, it's it's you know it, it and and we could talk about this with any other game, right? GTA Vanilla style, or even Fallout, or even you know Starfield that's about to come out. These are all games that kind of try to put you in this kind of like meta mentality, and it's not a bad thing because it's fun. It, it, it's a it's an escape. It's a release, you know. Because what what why do we play? Why do some of us play video games? Cathartic release. Exactly. This and and, and to expect to expand on your point that you're making. I mean. You and me on this podcast, we have said many times, yes, yes, to an extent, this is us. But the reality is, like, we are playing kind of caricatures of ourselves on this show, like because because we because yeah. we because we are beaming ourselves out into fucking time and space. This is not exactly exactly who I am, like, on a regular day. Like, you, this is not this is not the fucking Jay you're gonna get twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. This is a very like hyper extreme version of you know the the shit that goes on in my head and how i choose to how i choose to present myself you know so i, I want to make that very clear too like just because you see me acting a certain way or saying a certain thing on this podcast this is a podcast this is a produced fucking show that's not this is not exactly who i am in real life you know and and we've said that many times and so in a way this podcast in a way is kind of like a, a, a form of <coughs> cathartic role-playing i mean it really is like you know i i made i made the i made the joke i made the joke about you know we're like a 40 year old version you know 40 year old version of wayne's world right like with a podcast like that's what we're doing right but it's cathartic it's really it, it's healthy for us and we get to play ourselves in a much more amped up way like we're turn, you know this is john turned up to 11 this is fucking jay turned up to 11 let's see let's see the fucking sparks fly right that's fun it's fun and, and it's even healthy right aside from uh maybe my uh my friend mr Tallboy here right so <laughs> and you know it's 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 really cool i mean there you know as far as the communities go some communities like other communities can be very toxic but even the one that we're in now is is very um is very lenient is very lenient very relaxed very open you know they're very community the leaders are very community communicative however the fucking word is yeah what yeah yeah go about this one person summed this up perfectly in my stream last night bright shot flat out said you guys are basically playing an adult version of cops and robbers and that's that's exactly what it is okay yeah yeah and there and there's nothing wrong with that there is nothing inherently wrong with that that's exactly right yes and and the, actually, that was very that was very interesting. That was very interesting. And you know, maybe one day we could we could. I, I think I'm just going to make a character of you and just imitate you and no, be that descriptive girl. No, you were talking. You were talking about. You were talking about a gaming PC or something. You know, like I'll, I'll we'll figure we'll get all that figured out at some point. I'm sure. Yes, we will. And when we are back, we are we will be back with the news, guys. <laughs>
So we have a review here real quick from our producer uh, for, the ga- for the game Labyrinth. Let's hear it, man. Let's go, Joe. What you got? Joe? It is called Labyrinthine. I'm trying to get the picture of it up here real quick. I am not sharing. I'm, I'm kind of digging. The, I'm kind of kind of digging the name. This is what it is called. This is a fucking weird game, bro. Uh, I met a gamer, a pretty cool guy this weekend. He introduced me to this game. It's uh, his name is Herbert, and most of you may know him from Family Guy. He's the backup voice for Herbert the pervert. And I don't know how the hell he found me on Twitch this weekend, but he did. And, and also say he, where he is. He's joined our DD214 server, too. He is in the DD214 Discord server. So if you want to meet a celebrity of some sort here, uh, probably one of the funnier dudes. And I've heard the voice. He'll do the voice for you if you ask real nice. Um, it's it's great. So uh, he introduced me to this game, and we played together for a little while uh, the other day. And this is a freaky game. You start out... Um, picking a character of course like any other game but then you get into this this area and it's like you see these little ducks with a cowboy hat and shit and he's like you're going the right way partner because you're in a maze dude it's a big fucking Fuck yeah maze. oh i would dude. love to fucking i would love to just get baked and fucking walk into that shit oh i was i'm talking, I jump scared I'm, talking so much. I'm talking real life i'm talking real life oh. i just want to fucking do that shit in real life like this i want to do that too we have a we have a hemp maze in pennsylvania dude i want to do like literally like can you imagine just getting baked off your ass and and all of a sudden there's a bunch of ducks walking around with fucking cowboy hats. I'm like, you're going the right way, partner. <laughs> yeah, you, you reached the dead end. <laughs> you're, like, you're about to get massacred. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, I won't give out exactly all the spoilers that I know of, but there's some puzzles in the game that are pretty interesting that that really make you think. Uh, and there's a creature that follows you around for a bit, and like it's something like it really gets you gets the blood pumping if you if you if you're how do not we, used to this sort of shit how do we find how do we find this game and it's on steam uh, what, what platform it's on steam it's on steam it's on, okay it's on steam for ten dollars right now it may go up to sixty dollars soon I'm, it's a i'd say it's a probably it's a good like 30 to 50 dollars i, I, I need you i need game. your guys i need your guys's help freaking i need your guys's help with this shit because freaking uh that's like i need i need to get into this shit because it's not Gaming is we'll going. In, go, gaming is going in such a different direction, and the platforms, like the main console platforms, are just epically failing right now. Both of them. So, like, I need. I need. I need. I. I like horror. Like horror to me is like that's like my Candyland. Yeah, you know I mean, like everybody else is like fucking dancing around, fucking like fucking sunshine and rainbows, and I'm like, can can you like just scare the fucking shit out of me so I can feel something, please? You know, like I just want to be. I just want to feel again. I'm all fucking gray and dead inside. Can I, can I just feel something? And so you got like fucking Michael Myers with a fucking chainsaw, which he never had in the movies, right? Fucking chasing me down a hallway. And I'm just kind of like slowly walking backwards. Like, come on, bro. You're better than this. You're so much better than this. D- Deshaun, who, who who are you talking to? Pink Is that pink furry long-armed monster? What the fuck? <laughs> Deshaun, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> It's not a pink furry long-armed monster. He's like some demonic-looking thing. There's like demonic-looking evil runes and shit, and it's it's fucking wild. Why are you talking, shit on, my, why are you talking shit on my family, homie? Why the fuck are you talking shit about my family, bro? Hmm? I, I'm so lost. I am so <laughs> lost. <laughs>
Battlefield 2042 is now being petitioned for refunds. Holy Hang shit. on. This is fucking hilarious. This is so Hang fucking on. hilarious. This music is not. I need something. Because this is the news. We got to get. There we go. So, people are fighting to get their fucking money back for the Battlefield 2042. And let me tell you why. Here is the biggest con. Because there are no pros about the game. Yeah, they had some really cool mechanics and stuff like that. But the real problem is the game fucking sucks. It is terrible. It is unplayable. I mean, surprise, what, surprise. who's gonna play? Who's gonna pay fucking sixty bucks for a game that only has like four maps in it? And then who whoa. wants to go into the portal? Whoa, and well, well, back up right there. I want you to retract that statement right there. Not, not, not who's gonna pay. I want you all to fucking know who didn't fucking pay sixty bucks. This guy right here did not waste his fucking money. Okay. Technically, I have I I didn't pay 60 bucks either. I paid $32 because I was part of a deal with two other dudes who got a buy two get one free game. So, I didn't pay 60 bucks for it either. And then guess where the game is now? You want to know where the game is now? It's at GameStop. I don't know. I, I got nothing for you, bro. I mean, I, I, yeah, you know I mean, this is this is we this is this this shit right here. This like first off, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm trying to keep myself really hard from like ranting right now. Like, give me a second. Here. It, like, it, no, it, it, and you have every right because this is this is call, interesting. We call, we call I dude. We called it. I called it. We we've been talking about from from the genesis from the genesis of this podcast to the point that it's at now. We have ranted, we have raved, we have shit talked, and everything we everything we have said from the beginning has pretty much come to fruition. Like it, like like the games they are releasing right now are dog shit. They're they, they yeah. are they're like if you if you if you order if you if you pre order a game a video game on the consoles today, you are a fool for pre ordering. Like, like it, it is a fool's errand to pre-order a fucking game before it came, comes out now because these games fucking suck. So much so that there's a petition that motherfuckers are asking the, the company for their fucking money back because they believed in the company, they believed in the game so much so, and they just got fucking, like, trashed on. Like, when are people going to understand they don't care about you? Stop giving them your fucking money before you know what the product is fucking stop you're just fucking digging yourself a fucking a deeper hole than the company already fucking threw you in decades ago when they already didn't give a fuck about you in the first place stop he's not wrong he's not wrong and in other oh, bullshit first and and in other bullshit first person shooter news call of duty modern warfare 2 is in development it is confirmed for this year for the end of the year i have a couple things here to talk about too um go ahead uh oh, i'm sorry i'm just reading the the damn i just pre-ordered ah deshaun i just pre-ordered horizon forbidden west and elden ring deshaun stop doing that stop fucking money dude. jason gas says for switch games i wait for a review from beat em ups luckily i got a cp 2077 for free I, I, oh I, he I, got cyberpunk if you got if you got if you get it for free i did you're not gonna i i i i cannot in public advocate for getting things for free in any in any, in any really in any manner yes but what i will say is if you got something for free 
congratulations and that's probably the way to go because that's the way gaming is going absolutely i'm not i'm not, spend, I'm not spending a fucking dime until i know it's fucking worth it that's why i like the game pass that's exactly why i like the game pass because fucking i ain't spending fucking a dime until yep. i know for a fact that i like the game now like bullshit dude. like they have fucked they have fucked shit up so hard in gaming that you 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 literally can't trust like all the fucking reviews are all the fucking same they pay people to fucking review the games battlefield fucking 2042 was a piece of shit go back and look at the fucking first reviews yeah line what did they yep. all say yep amazing game, I... game of the year 10 of 10 fucking revolutionary <laughs> yep and like, i'm curious all, 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 to know all those buzzwords that they use to fucking like fill your brain full of fucking shit so you fucking like shell the money out of your pocket and then you fucking take the game home and realize you fucking got handed a fucking polished turd. Like, stop. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Yep. And while we're talking about first-person shooters, Modern Warfare 2 is announced and it's coming back. And the reason why we're talking about it, because, of course, the good news always comes first, but the bad shit always happens after the pre-orders come. Because, you know, those pre-orders are... You know, they're going to be paying rent for those people, so you might as well. But we do have some exciting news, and we're going to stick with the good news, and we're going to stick to the positive for this one. Modern Warfare 2 will have a brand new Warzone experience, um, a massive evolution of Battle Royal, which will include a new play space and a sandbox mode. I'm assuming that this is going to be something compared to uh, Call of Duty World War II, where when you enter the game, you're part of this lobby. And in the lobby, you're throwing snowballs at each other. You're you're practicing your weapon shooting. You're playing mini games and so on and so forth. So that's what I assume is going to happen. N not a bad idea. If we could do this in a modern setting, let's go for it. Let's you know, let's not let's not give us let's not rinse and repeat what we did a couple years ago and not give us the exact same game. Give us a couple new things. Um, what's also very interesting here is that this whole thing is being developed by infinity ward and right now warzone is being developed by raven software which if you ask me they're not really doing a good fucking job the question is will infinity ward be able to protect their game from hackers with this new engine that they're coming out with so more news come coming in the next couple weeks for that i'm sure we're going to be seeing something soon maybe we're finally going to see ghost mctavish finally in the game that everybody wants to see and please do not do an x-men thing and repeat the same fucking story because i don't want to see ghosts get killed again we've been through there already there's other stories to tell in the call of duty universe you said you wanted me to stay positive right well there's nothing to be positive about that i, I, got, I got all the positive stuff out oh okay i i just i just want to encourage everybody to um use the fucking two brain cells you have left that have, that normally fight with each other and don't do not fucking do not fucking pre-order anything fucking wait at least a fucking month and see what fucking other dumbasses that fucking spent their fucking hard-earned money on it say okay and um yeah it's call of duty and they have fucking epically failed for like you know all but one of the last like fucking 15 years so you know modern warfare came out in 2019 and they have epically failed ever since then so don't fucking hold your breath 
Yep. And Jason Gass says, let me be honest with you. If you weren't into Minecraft before Microsoft bought the company, don't play. It's a shit game if you're brand new to it. And that seems to be the thing that happens when we have and it, and it goes with sports, too. You know, when something so good comes in and a big corporation grabs it, they shit on it with piss, blood and venom. And, and, and it's not I the mean, same anymore. Watch, watch the Super Bowl commercials today. I mean, you, you can see it live live on camera in front of you today when we watch the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it is it is so infested and infused with corporate bullshit that it's it, it, it just it just makes it hard to watch sometimes. It really does. Like, it does. It really, does. Really and that's does. probably what that's you know it's funny because that Super Bowl halftime show is probably going to be full of that today. So, I mean, um, you know, it's and what's funny is like it's fucking like Dr. Dre and fucking Snoop. You know, like like Eminem and, on the Super and Bowl M&M. halftime show. Yeah, on the Super Bowl halftime show. The my parents, when I was when I was fucking a little shit, they took away Dr. Dre's The Chronic from me because my, my my old man walked in on me fucking like bumping that shit one day, right? And so like when they announced that fucking Dr. Dre and Snoop were gonna be at the, on on the Super Bowl, I called my fucking mom up and I was like, Hey ma, you remember that fucking CD you fucking took away from me when I was a kid? They're playing the halftime show. <laughs> there you go. Um, next, we have Nintendo. As long as it makes money, John. As long as it makes money. As, as long, long as. Oh, Jason oh, Gass is just tugging money. at my heartstrings. I'm hopeful for MLB the show. I won't be pre-ordered, but I'll end up getting it. But that's a big fucking deal. If you don't know the game, then it won't be obvious. Jason Gass is. Listen to me. Go on the Xbox and preload. Uh, MLB the show right now on X on Xbox. It, it's already preloaded into my Xbox right now. It's ready April 5th, baby. And I'm actually very hopeful for MLB the show too, because I love baseball. Um in other news, we have Nintendo Direct. They had a fantastic panel. I was able to watch some of it, but there was I feel like that it was a little more underwhelming than it was more whelming. And yeah, and and you know, there were some things that really caught my eye. Mario Strikers. Um, you know, Mario Strikers is going to come out. Uh, can, can you pull up some stuff for Mario Strikers? But uh, what, is, what is Mario Strikers? I apologize. But, but, but that's the thing. I don't know a lot about Mario Strikers. Um, okay. You fucking suck. Huh? Yes, we do. Oh, look, here we go. <laughs> So, you can't see shit, Joe. You got to fucking pull so after out. so when I first watched this, it, it kind of had like you know okay, it's gonna be like what Super Smash Brothers type type of world. Well, actually, oh look at that. Okay, it's soccer. Soccer. I don't get it. You could put this away. Yeah, like, so, we get on something else. I'm, okay, so we got that soccer and hate. Oh, he Jason Gasser says it's soccer and hate combined. Okay. Rocket League on foot. Oh, fantastic. Um, okay. What the fuck was I going to say? Um, oh, okay. So the, the game that the Kirby Kirby got announced. Um, my son especially is very excited about this. I don't think they've come out with a Kirby game for a couple of years. And Kirby a, is a, one of the biggest Nintendo franchises out there. And I'm actually kind of excited to see Kirby also, come back. Also... So one of the what you might call a franchise that I thought was going to epically fail when I was a kid and it first came out and I was totally wrong about. I thought fucking Kirby was like I was like, what the fuck is that stupid looking fucking thing? 
Oh, this oh this is when oh this is when it came out. Like, look at the origin of Kirby. Oh, first like, thir first three D Kirby. And do your and do your and do your math on like when Kirby came out. Like, I was that old and I was like, fuck this pile of shit, right? And I was totally fucking wrong because apparently, apparently everybody fucking loves Kirby, right? Look at this. Like, you're like, who wants to fucking be that? He looks like a blown like, piece of bubble gum. Dude, that is so like not me. Like, I would like why I, why would I even want to be that character ever? But yet it's fucking loved worldwide, and I was wrong. I was totally fucking wrong, right? Like, I thought paper. I thought Paperboy was gonna be like a much bigger failure. Dude, I love Paperboy when I was when I was on like original Nintendo. Paperboy yeah. was one of my favorite games, all time favorite. Yeah. Game. Now the game third game, the third game that I'm super excited about. Hey, lower the volume on this. Is Nintendo Switch Sports? This is something that I, I've actually always liked with the Nintendo games is their sports games. Uh, they've in their older uh, Nintendo Wii games they've had archery, uh, the sword type thing, which is actually yeah right there. It's coming actually coming back. A lot of the old games from the Wii from the Wii versions of of the of the Nintendo sports games are coming back. Like this tennis is coming back. I don't remember bowling, but I'm very excited to see bowling. And if you don't have a Nintendo Switch, get it today because there's actually a game called 52 Games Worldwide where you could actually go bowling in the game. And I play, I love that game. It's one of my favorite Nintendo games of all time. But um, yeah, this Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Sports is going to be super fun. 39 digital, 59 physical, but comes with the leg strap. And the leg strap is actually really innovative too because you're, you could play soccer. And you could strap the the controller onto your leg. Uh, it goes up here to your thigh, and it you just do a quick, and it will register as a kick when you're kicking the ball. You know what? I honestly, um, they have portal. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of digging the direction a lot of this is going. I think Nintendo's doing uh, really good things right now. I think Nintendo, out of all the major console companies is probably the the money makers right now and that's where i would put my money moving forward because that i like the fact that you can strap something on and and, and keep it physical you're burning calories you're not just fucking sitting there with fucking orange dusted fucking hands and an orange dusted dick you know it hasn't been fucking washed in two days in your fucking mom's basement you know you get your fucking ass you're laughing at everybody else. It's not. It's, you know. You're laughing at everybody. Mm, no, we're not excited for Metroid Dread. Get that shit out of my face. You're fired. Joe, get the fuck out. What are you doing, Joe? Are you Joe? What the fuck? No, what we're not. We we, we see doing, when we. You were doing so good, Joe. You were doing. See, here's so the here's good. the thing. We we. We did that commercial already. You're fucking fired. You're. This is starting not to get fucking funny anymore, right, asshole? <laughs> John, I will, you're getting tricked. John, I, you're getting I will fucking walk John. down there and I will drink. <laughs> that is so fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Oh. Jeez, All right. John. Hey, J hey, John, let me, let me play Peacemaker a little bit with, with our producer. Fucking, like, God damn. Fucking John, dude. You poor bastard. I'm supposed to be the angry one, John. I'm supposed to be the angry one, remember? 
You're like getting like legit like triggered. Like, oh my fucking god, I just got hung up on. What the fuck? You know, you know, I like, you know when you're like, have you guys ever been like in like, have you guys ever been like in like a, like an abusive relationship where like the person like that you're trying to like contact like just fucking randomly hangs up on you, and you're just sitting there like, and you're sitting there like. Oh my fucking god! And then like, and then like for the rest of your life, for the rest of your whole fucking life, every time somebody hangs up on you, even if it's accidentally, like just trigger <laughs> the fuck out of you, and you're just like, oh, I get hung up on now, huh? Oh, is it? Oh, okay, 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 right? Like, cause that's the power they used over you, and then when they, when they, when they, when, they, when they were like gaslighting you and shit, right? I think I'm going a little bit off topic, aren't I? No, I, I, no, it's just that last bit, that last bit that where you cut your, your mic went, uh, blah, 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 blah. I was like, what? <laughs> and also, I just also have to say, Joe, I'm not, no, I don't think anyone is excited for Portal coming to Switch. I could be wrong, but we play, you know, Portal came out already. It came out for the Xbox like 15 years ago. Fuck Joe. Beat, I beat that game like five times. <laughs> We're so stupid. Bullshit. We're so stupid. Bullshit. Hey, so I checked out that that um. Let's talk about the war on Vet TV. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm one. Okay. I'm, one ep- I'm one episode in. War. Very interesting stuff. Context, like let's let introduce introduce the people to what we're talking about because they've probably seen. If you're in the military community and you have Facebook, you have probably seen ads at some point in your career. And up to present day for Vet TV. I want to I want to um, kind of give a little prelude to what we're about to talk about. Um, a couple years ago, I decided to check Vet TV out just for shits and giggles. So I subscribed to it just for shits and giggles. I was deployed, you know. I just kind of I had nothing else to watch. I was just kind of like fucking YOLO. I'm in Afghanistan. Why the fuck not, right? So I did it. Uh, if you want me to give you like an overall rating of Vet TV, I'm gonna give it like a solid like 3.5 out of five stars. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 when it work when it works, it works. When when it doesn't work, the jokes fall flat like a hockey puck. But then again, think about when you were in the service, right? Like probably the same thing, right? Um, this current documentary series that we're about to talk about, and the reason I had John watch it. Is because this is a lot. This vet TV usually does like fictional, kind of like just caricature style, situational humor, you know, of being in the military, you know, different branches and stuff like that. This particular series that we're about to discuss is a kind of more more, more of a docudrama or docu docu series, and it's very hard hitting. And Joe, pause that. It's very hard hitting and very. Um, that, that was me. My bad. Yeah, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna. You can you can put the sound up on it. I was just gonna say pause it and then there's a I can give you guys a link. Yeah, this this is the one. We should play this with sound. I know I know for a fact they'll let us play this. It's a hey, this is the tra- this is just the trailer. This right. is just the trailer. We should play it. I mean play hey, do, it. do you want me to start it? Yeah, start it over. Start it start it over, start it over, play it with sound. This is an actual docuseries. They they talk to combat veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan from GWAT. And this and the title of the series is Let's talk about the war. And I think I watched this one and out of everything vet TV has produced and what's taking 12 or 15, however many dollars out of my pocket every month. Um, this, this, this one, this one documentary series made that price worth it because they are veterans. 
This is very veterans produced and very veteran oriented. So let's watch, let's watch the preview together. Joe, you can bring that up full screen. Let's watch the preview. That'll give us a couple minutes of a break. And I want everybody that hasn't seen this particular thing. I know what you're thinking with vet TV. It's all the stupid where the dude walks up to his commander and like stabs him and shit. And like, fuck all that. Like, I want you guys to just watch this. Go ahead, Joe. you think when the news was blowing up about Kabul? More than 2,300 Americans have been killed. We need to take this nation for less terrorism being bred in this region. I don't see us making any real fucking change around here. Now concerns are growing that they could take the capital of Kabul. Uh, it became really obvious to us that we weren't really there to win. They killed a child who was two years old. Believe me, I have not seen a two-year-old Taliban member yet. And it just shows you how fucked up things are over there. It's the fifth major attack in the last four weeks, killing dozens of people. Violence was always the answer. It's either us or them. I may feel this in my soul one day, but I don't give a fuck, because all that matters is coming home alive. Hearts and Minds goes out the window when you see the guy shooting at you and then he puts his wife and kids in front of him. Hearts and Minds, Hearts and Minds, Hearts and Minds. How the fuck do you win the Hearts and Minds of people who have neither? Oh, it's their fault for bringing their kids to a battle. That's right. We actually had a board in our COC. You know, we kept a kill count. We made a decision that not only are we going to shoot first, but we're going to do so without fear of repercussion. That's how the military's built. You obey orders. When you reassemble and then going right back to that same mindset, you can't flip the switch that quick. So I just decided to leave the switch on. I was ready to die. My method of coping was alcohol. You know, I'd collapsed both of my lungs, broke both of my arms, most of my teeth were gone. Shot dead in an insider attack, killed by one of the Afghan security members he came here to train. Tensions might be higher than normal with the ANA and ANP because some army staff sergeant just went out in town and killed 15 people. Like nobody wants to see their, their friends get shot and blown up. Nobody wants to see, you know, little kids get blown up and get shot in the fucking head. Nobody, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, nobody wants to see that shit. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to feel the way that you're feeling, but also at the same time, do something about it. All right. So... That, that's Donnie, Donnie O'Malley, you know, is the person that came up with kind of like that TV and he's, he's kind of the, the, the public face of it, you know, and I, I take, you know, veteran TV very, with a very big grain of salt because, you know, it's, you know, we, we, we joke, we joke, uh, we joke about a lot of the, uh, you know, the vet bro stuff, you know, everybody gets out you know, makes a fucking t-shirt company, makes a fucking, you know, coffee company, X, Y, Z, whatever. And like they, they make their, 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 their livelihood and their living based off of their time and service. I'm not here to talk shit about any of that. <clears throat> when I watched it, when I, when I watched the documentary series, cause it's still actually going on. There's still one episode left. Like it's still occurring. When I saw it, I was struck by, how real it was i guess and that was like i was like oh well yeah there's fucking dudes i can fucking get down with right fucking there 
Like, and that's and that's kind of how we fucking already carry on on this podcast. Like, a lot of our guests have been former, former, you know, uh, former, you know, people that we formerly served with uh, during during our time in, you know, and and it struck me and it was it seemed cool. So that was our context and our prelude, and we got to watch the preview, John. Take it away. Like, what did you what did you think watching watching it when you watched it? You're you're muted, brother. Uh, first episode was about 15 minutes long, and I was already immediately sucked in. They started. There was a man. <coughs> first, there was a man in boxers shooting a machine gun. That was that was kind of funny. I'm just like, okay, well, this is war. This is what happens. You know, you you don't know when these things happen. So you know, you may be naked at the time. And you got to throw on a pair of fucking boxers and, and a fucking Kevlar and an IOTV just to save your life. And that that's just what it is. And, you know, I, I, I love the how deeply rooted it goes into that, you know. And it also goes into this first episode, how you use your human emotion to um, translate that into being a soldier and how to use that anger and energy to either use that to kill the enemy or to subdue someone who, who your target also goes into detail about the children. Like if you heard in the trailer, a two-year-old Taliban in, you know, two-year-old Taliban member, um, you know, when you hear things like that, it's like, holy shit. And they even go into this where there's even the moment in the first episode where um, one, one of the gentlemen say something that he, it was difficult for him to have a, a child point a gun at him and he didn't know what to do. Well, yeah. You know, it, it's 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 fucked up. It's really fucked up because we see we see certain things on TV. You know, we've seen horrible movies like The Hurt Locker, and you know, we've seen you know we don't get to see a lot of the realities that some of those townspeople face. And there was actually another documentary show that I watched on um, on History Channel. I think it was called like um, it was about American soldiers leaving the military, going back to Syria. Yeah. to joy yeah to, so yeah, fight alongside like peshmerga and the and the uh the kurds and stuff like that That's yes and that was the first time that i got to see a show um that was the first time i got to see a show where they got to really go in deep about what's really going on in these countries things that we don't get to see and that's what i'm liking about this documentary series is that we get to see the ugly shit that should be seen even as ugly as it is you know, these are ugly truths that people face every day. We we don't get to face them anymore. I never got to face it. I never I never deployed. Jay got to see some ugliness. And there are other people, even people who were on this show who have seen way worse and been in worse situations that we never get to hear about or even get to see. So th this is what this is a perfect uh, docu series to highlight that. Well, and that's and that's why I kind of homed in on it when I when I checked out that first episode, I kind of got like immediately hooked. And um, there's one episode left. I think it's six episodes long, or at least this season is six episodes long. But the you know going off of what you were just saying, the the episode I, ju I just caught up last night. I want because you know the episodes are only like 15 minutes long, so it's like it's easy to catch up real quick. Yeah. The episode I watched last night was called Collateral Damage. And it was all about collateral damage. It was all about what you experience and when bombs go off and civilians die or when civilians get used by the people in charge of like the area that they that they live in and they get used as 
human shields or weapons against a you know a military power like the United States, and then you're you're the soldier, you're on the other side of that, and that's what you're facing down. Like that's that's your that's your reality at the time. Um, for context on that, you know, I know not I know not every veteran has deployed. Not every veteran uh, is in a combat role. Not every veteran experiences the same things when they when they serve. Um, for 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 the people for the people that have served um, and were were you know had the opportunity or, or or were you know in time and space you know and served in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, the show is is for me it was again it's it's very cathartic. That's that's a word I will continue using and going back to over and over again because that's all it is. It's I watch stuff like that and it's kind of healing for me because. That was me, right? Like, no fucks, no fucks given. I don't know if fucking going out the gate today, it's fucking today's gonna be the fucking end. Like, also don't care. You know what I mean? And 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 we don't talk about that enough. We don't talk about those feelings that you use to uh motivate yourself to face um your your inevitable doom every single fucking day. You know, like that's that's <clears throat> there's a there's a, there's a reason why my coffee cup you know, says hate and discontent, right? And I'm like, okay with that, right? Because it's not it's not just because I'm a 40-year-old edgelord, which I fucking am, right? I'm a total 40-year-old fucking edgelord, right? But it's also because I fucking lived a life where hate and discontent fucking kept me alive. And it kept my fucking soldiers alive, more importantly. And w- which is really the most important part. When you become a leader, when you've already, when you've already been there and you're on like your fucking second deployment, your third deployment, third deployment plus like anything over three i mean shit some people would say anything over one i don't know i i don't know i enjoyed it and there's people and there's people in this docuseries and it's one of the first docuseries i've ever seen where they talk to people who actually enjoyed it and it's not that they're taking they're they're not relishing in the violence they're not relishing in the the, the death and destruction what they're relishing is in is the feelings that they got when all this shit fucking goes down down range because you don't get those feelings back and then when you come back to to the world when you come back to reality when you come back down from cloud nine everything fucking starts starts to inhabit this really 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 odd shade of gray nothing is quite black anymore nothing is quite white anymore and everything is just very it's like fucking watching the wizard of oz at the beginning man there's no fucking color bro and and it's that is a real fucking thing when you've been when you've been close to the edge like that and sometimes, you know, Hunter S. Thompson had a great quote about the edge. And he said, the only people who know where the edge is are the ones who've gone over, you know, and we are doing ourselves. We are doing our children and our children's children a great disservice if we do not talk about it. And we don't talk about the reality of what it is like to face face your mortality, not only sometimes on a daily basis, but also re- relishing in it and enjoying it, right? Like doing doing that kind of a job with a smile on your face, and like this, these are the days we're never gonna get back. We were we we were fucking kings of the earth. Nobody could fuck with us so much to the point that like I wished people would fuck with us. I wanted people to fuck with me out there. I really really fucking did. I prayed for it. I don't even fucking I don't even I'm not even a big I'm an, I'm 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 not like a believer in any organized religion, right? And I I was praying, praying that somebody would fuck with us on mission. I wanted, I wanted to fucking lay hate and discontent downrange, right? 
And that's like, and, and like having those feelings and how do you get those feelings out? How do you, how do you justify, how do you justify those feelings when you come back home to hot and cold running water, grocery stores fucking filled with food, two beautiful fucking daughters that if, 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 if the universe has any justice, hopefully won't be too much like me. Right. Cause we all want the best for our children, you know? And it's one of those things like, how do you, how do you rectify a over here with fucking B over here? Because now you can't fucking separate them because now I'm home. Now I'm home for fucking good. Army's gone. Army's army's my time in the army's over. So I saw this fucking documentary series and I was like, you know what? Like that was some shit. That was some real shit. So that was kind of like, I, I wanted to share it. I wanted to share it with the veteran community, especially for our uh, GWAT veterans that fucking went down range. I want to share with our GWAT veterans that didn't go down range. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of you guys feel guilty about not being in the right time and place or the right unit that made it. And I'm here to tell you right now, kids, you didn't fucking miss out on anything except a fucking head full of fucking broken glass and being even more fucked up than you already are. So don't fucking, don't fucking freak out about that shit. You know, shit, shit like this docuseries is like, that's why I joined the VFW so that I can continue serving not only my country, but I can continue serving my fellow veterans for the rest of my life. However, however, however many more breaths I have in my lungs and however many, however many more beats my heart has in my, in my chest, uh, I will continue serving. I will never stop serving uh, my country, my peers, my fellow service members, our families, our loved ones. <clears throat> the people that truly suffer a lot of times in war is not the people is, not, is typically not the fighters on the field. A lot of times the fighters on the field want to be there. Okay. It's not always true, but it, but it is true to an extent. A lot of fighters want to be there. The people who really suffer in war is always the fucking civilians. It's always the family members. It's always the people that have to fucking be left with fucking nothing but memories, you know? And I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's, I think it's worth a watch. And, uh, and if anybody, uh, if anybody has any questions about it, if anybody needs help, any help with it, um, I'm not going to say that I'm going to give it out for free, but if there's anybody watching this podcast and they want to watch it, I will find a way to help you watch it. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. And I will figure that out for you. If you, if you want to see this, you know, so just let, let, let your uh, friendly neighborhood and I will help you and assist you with watching this, uh, this uh, docuseries. If, if you, if you think this docuseries would be cathartic or healing in some way, uh, shape or form uh, to your to your mental and emotional process um, thinking about and talking about the war so that's all I got John I'm sorry I was ranting <clears throat> oh, you're muted buddy you're muted oh man I keep on I keep on doing that but I'm doing it for the sake of not interrupting but you know how it is but yeah um, was, that, was that a good was that a good jay rant did jay do good that, on that? no that, that was beautiful man that was beautiful i wasn't screaming for once i wasn't screaming and pissed off for once how about that no you're absolutely right and hey guys uh before we get to that final thought you already know www.linktree.com dd214gaming there's all our links there for youtube like and subscribe and share apple podcast you know leave a comment there Go on the Spotify, check out the videos, listen to the audio, check out the polls. There's some interesting polls on there, guys. Um, also, don't forget to check out 
80s babies gaming at facebook.com slash 80s babies gaming uh get all your veteran uh active duty uh soldier agr gaming needs from that guy he Absolutely. fantastic guest and you guys have to check out that episode lutz, last week man that's my boy lutz he don't fuck around man yeah check out that check out that episode we also have the paleo giant check him out at www.thepaleogiant.com check him on the social medias at the paleo giant man deshaun myers cooking up yes we do cooking up yes we do we also have blaze aid online www.blazeaidonline new jersey.com cbd delta eight delta probably delta Delta 10 Smoking seems to be the new thing now. He might have that too. Cream, toothpaste, you name it. You name it, he got it. Make sure And rose blunts. Check out the rose blunts. And also, for a good time, call the DD214 Gaming Hotline, 717-229-6519. Leave a message. Send a text message. Talk, talk some shit. shit. Please. Please talk some we shit. Just, we, just want, we just want to hear. And don't forget, come guys. Get ro- come get roasted in church because your church, your church fucking wants to send you to heaven. Our church That's right. lets you know. Let you know if you're hanging out with us, you're definitely going to hell. And you're not going to and you're not going to complete this day at church without your rogue energy. Get your fruit punch, your grape aid, your cherry limeade with all sure, fucking cookies and cream, caramel sure, vanilla. It scrape it, scrape, 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 scrape. And you're fucking like, ready for your day. L- listen guys, we're all in our 30s now. We were snorting pixie sticks. This isn't no fucking different. Get your rogue energy today 10% off. And what's that code, Jay? It's fucking hashtag DD214Gaming. Jesus hates a pussy. Also, let's just be let's just be real here for just a second. I do not advocate fucking ingesting fucking rogue energy through your fucking nasal cavity, okay? Like, we're just... It's just part of the show. We're like, nope. You get... R- rules always... Warning labels always exist for a reason, okay? So I just have to put that out for all the fucking dumbasses out there that think I actually advocate fucking, like, snorting energy drinks i don't this is okay. this is how we get viral because you know how that how those people were taking fucking bath salts they're gonna start taking rogue energy and not only did we just boost rogue energy's revenue but we just promoted ourselves to into a lifetime and tide yeah, pods I'm just saying, I'm just saying if, it's, if it's going up your nose it better be fucking worth it there you go and hey say that. <laughs> we're probably not allowed to say that but probably not whatever fuck them we'll like, figure it out listen they listen you get you get hits by being controversial so so guys valentine's day is tomorrow a lot of people a lot of people are going to feel alone a lot of people are going to be alone but always remember you are never alone guys tomorrow a lot of people you know tomorrow has become a very big money grabber for a lot of corporate companies but there's a lot of people out there who really do love each other love your wife love your spouse Love your children, your mothers, your daughters, your fathers, your sons, your grandmothers, your grandparents, your your extended family. This is, you know, they 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 talk about this time being the time of love, even though you know the origins of it aren't so pretty, you know, if, if you if you look at them. But we celebrate we celebrate love every single day. It's not really subjected to one day, but we choose this one day to celebrate our love with each other. You know, um, you know, you, you love Nikki. I love, I love my wife. You love Alex, you know, and tomorrow is, is a day to have that candlelight dinner. Tomorrow is that day to, to look at each other in the eyes and, you know, and if you, and if you happen to find yourself all alone and you just fucking don't know what the fuck's going on, that's okay too, because we want you to know that you're not, 
and there is somebody out there that does care about you and we want you guys to remember that phone numbers exist for a reason don't be scared pick up the fucking phone and call somebody yep there is and somebody out there that will answer their phone and they will talk to you if you have absolutely nobody to fucking call call 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-TALK okay somebody You're will not talk alone. to you people will fucking miss you all right so don't even fucking don't even allow those thoughts any space in your fucking head yeah and absolutely right? absolutely love, love call absolutely, us and absolutely love yourself guys you know you know if you don't have a valentine if you're single you don't have anybody go out with your dog take your I've fish said, out i've said it on this podcast before send a private message to the admins of dd214 gaming on facebook i will give you my personal fucking number you can call me 24 hours a fucking day i will give you my personal number if it gets that fucking bad and you think jay is that fucking cool i will fucking talk to you at three o'clock in the morning all right call me i don't give a fuck i don't sleep anyways bitch I'm a fucking machine. I'm a motherfucking G. I grew up in the 90s. All right? I don't fuck around. I am the fucking machine. That's exactly right. Now, what does this cuck want? I just want to say, at any point in time, the number for the DD214 Gaming Podcast will funnel to my personal phone. So if you want to call anonymously and not let me know who you are, but you just need someone to talk... I will be there for you. I will answer. Okay, perfect. I like we it. We love you guys. Like she, hey, c- come by next week. We have a special. We have a special episode with Gonzo Gone Gaming. He's going to be unboxing a lot of shit. We're going to be yeah, talking about. We're down. also going to have a conversation about what it's like to be older in boot camp. So this is going to be an interesting conversation about two old ass grandpas here. Been there and, twice. Uh, been you, there know, twice, so, homie. you know, we're talking about retro gaming. So join us next week for that episode, guys. And yeah, dude, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Have a good week. Enjoy. See us. Hey, see us in the RP servers. Let's play some Among Us together, guys. Let's play some PUBG. We'll see enjoy you the, guys. Enjoy the Super Bowl, you fucking cucks. Oh, yeah. Enjoy that shit, too. <laughs>